Welcome back to Marvel Therapy Group. This is the first episode after Avengers Endgame came out. So this is the end of an era and the beginning of a new one. And after Endgame, we definitely need a therapy session. So, as always, I'm Joe. I'm Connor. And this is Marvel Therapy Group. Dreaming about teaming up with a superhero? Heartbroken about the latest comic death? Do you find your conversations always turning to Marvel? Then welcome Marvelites to your therapy session. Join your hosts as we explore the realms of the Marvel Universe, taking you into new insights, movie reviews, and debates. Here, we won't try to cure any obsessions, but fuel them because the world is better nerdy. Welcome to your Marvel Therapy Group. All right, welcome back to Marvel Therapy Group, as I said before, and this is the first episode after Endgame. We are going to do a brief reactions to Endgame, so no spoilers for the, a minute or two, then we'll go to spoilers, and we will give you full disclosure when we start talking about spoilers. So, Connor, what were your, what's your first reaction after watching Endgame? Um, it was a definite uh, emotional roller coaster. <laughs> Um, or oh, we're not supposed to say much about it, right? Besides, like, what, what aspects are, um, like, yeah, it was just an emotional roller coaster because it kind of made you relive parts again of it. Really it. So it was... it was like you were getting, uh, Infinity War and Endgame thrown together, and it was just such an emotional roller coaster. And you're kind of just like, well, I don't know what else they're gonna do. And then of <laughs> course they come back in and top it with something else, and you're like, well. You know, yeah, I, I, it was an emotional roller coaster for sure. That was my initial. I was like, after I, after the um, credits, I was just like, which there are no, there's no scene at the end, which is <laughs> sad. But I was kind of like, um, I was like, damn. Like you, you kind of just like, what the heck just happened? You're trying to like sit there and con like uh, digest what you just saw, and you were just yeah. like, wow. It was a lot to unpack. Yeah. It was, yeah, like you were saying, it was a great tribute to the characters, to the MCU, the 11-year MCU stories, and to the fans. Yeah, really it was... I feel like it catered to the fans and what, what people wanted to It was to such see. a, like, like I said, I uh, wasn't anticipating it to be horrible, but they even shocked me with a lot of stuff that they thrown in there because I was kind of anticipating, like... Originally, I was like, what I thought was going to happen, they demolished in the first 20 minutes of the movie, so I was like... Well, they're going to go with this. And it actually didn't feel like three hours. No. It felt less than three hours, so. It's like Infinity War never felt like two and a half hours either. Is that how long that one was? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, this movie definitely did not feel like three hours. No. Well, because it kept going. And I didn't feel like there really was a low point in it. Because some movies, like, there's a low point with, like, ten minutes where you're just kind of like, all right, you know, kind of giving you a breather. And I work at a movie theater, and then even they told me that there's, like, a lull in the movie. But after watching it, I was like, I don't know where the lull was. Because, like, oh, people will come out at that time, go to the bathroom. I was like, I can't remember the time where it would be such a lull. Mm. I can only think of two points that would classify as lull points. And, yeah. Well, no spoilers, but that would be involving Black Widow. Like, the two scenes involve Black Widow and Thor. But we can talk about that later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I think that there were two... Or, I mean, three very distinct acts. Mm -hmm. So, that helped break it up enough to keep it going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, it was, it flowed. 
mm-hmm. really well. Yeah. What was your reaction? Oh, of course. <laughs> I loved it. Yep. Yeah, there's a like 20 minutes and you're like, don't forget to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. thanks. I, I am now. <laughs> yeah. It was great. I, I liked it better than Infinity War. Not that it's a competition, but yeah. I liked it a lot better. Yeah. There were still also aspects of Infinity War that I enjoyed too. But like I said, the only beef that I had with Infinity War before was the fact that like, if you're going to have that many like high level actors and characters in it, like why wouldn't you go all the way out anyways? Right. Like unless they had maybe their budget wasn't nearly as big as it was. I mean, it was probably big, but it probably may not have been as big as Infinity War since this is kind of like capping the whole, like you said, 11 years of the mm-hmm. MCU. And they were probably like... Maybe they didn't have a budget. I'm interested to see what the budget was, just out of curiosity, because they had a lot of big-name actors in there, yeah. and they brought a lot of people back in in, the, in this one that they didn't have in Infinity War, which I thought should have been in Infinity War. Right. I've always said that, too, that one of... Yeah, that annoyed me about Infinity War, is that you call it the biggest crossover event in recent history, but then you don't have all the characters... Yeah. You, you don't even have all the characters meet in that movie. Yeah. So, should we put the disclaimer in now? We're going to talk about the... Spoilers, or sure. is there something Let's, else you want to say? Oh, uh, wait. Endgame had a budget of $356 million. Really? I was expecting this to be a little bit more than that. Oh, want to talk about the box office? Yeah, didn't it demolish the first day? It's already made $1.2 billion. Yeah, that's what other... Like, you knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Like, even if this movie totally bombed, which none of us thought it would, but if it did, they still would have made money off of that one night, that opening night alone. And people yeah. still would have saw it whether people <laughs> said it bombed or not. Like, yeah, they were going to make... The, it was going to win no matter what. Yeah, our our last episode we had predictions, and I think I said 1.6 and... Was it like 1.7 or something like that? I don't remember what it was, but it was something, yeah. We are close. Yeah. I mean, we were right. It definitely broke a billion... And it's still climbing, obviously. Yep. It'll be climbing for weeks. Yep. I know I'm going to see it again. Tuesday. Yes. The day after this episode drops. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, spoilers? hmm Spoilers. Okay, we're going into spoilers. So if you have not seen Endgame yet, pause this, go see Endgame, and then resume this podcast at around... When you paused it, like six minutes. <laughs> and then continue listening to it. So we're going to talk about spoilers right now. Okay. I think that's clear. Yeah. Well, you hope so. Um, do you want to go first? You want to go? Go. Yeah, actually, I'd, I'll talk about the two lull points first. Okay. I already brought those up. I think it was when, after the five-year time jump, and we see Black Widow, she's in the chair and talking to... The holograms of different characters. Oh, yeah. And then they go away and Captain America comes in. Oh, yeah, that was kind of a lull. Kind of, yeah. Still important, but like mm. that was one lull point. And then I think the other one was when Thor meets his mom. Oh, again. yeah. And but it, that wasn't really... It was a lull point, but I wouldn't say that was a, like a big lull point because... No, definitely not. They were getting that... Uh, what was it? The, the oh, thing he, from Natalie Portman. The stone from Natalie Portman. Yep, and he got his hammer... It, like, he got some closure because he got to say bye to his mom, I guess. Yeah. But, like, if you had to Peter in the movie, that would be the point to, to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Just as long as you get back before he gets the hammer. You could also make a debate, too, with the whole, like, Tony Stark seeing his dad again, too. 
Oh, yeah. Because they kind of dragged that whole conversation out that he was talking to him again and, you know, pretending that obviously it wasn't his son. Like, mm-hmm. pretending he wasn't his son. That's another one, too. Because, I mean, you saw... Like, he literally grabs the... Uh, what does he grab? The cube? Yeah. Yeah, and then he puts it in the briefcase, and then it's just about him talking about him, you know, having a son and stuff like that and giving him advice. So, like, that's kind of a lull, too. You're right. That whole conversation dragged. Yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> Not in a bad way, it just... No, dragged. but I just think it was kind of like bookending the storyline. Yeah. Of, or Iron Man's storyline. Um, although, I have to say, like, going back to the beginning, the intro scene, I thought that was awesome. That was a great... That was with Tony Stark and Nebula, right? No, 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 no. I'm talking Hawkeye oh, and Hawkeye. his family. Yeah. I like that because it was kind of like when I, when I first sat down, I was like, I don't know how you're going to jump right into this. Because I didn't know if they were going to jump time right away mm-hmm. or they were going to wait like they obviously did. Um, but I just liked the way how it kind of just like fed into it. Because it was kind of like recapping like, you know, you knew people were snapped, but you didn't know exactly who and exactly how many people offended. And I liked it because they didn't, obviously Hawkeye wasn't in Infinity War. So that was a nice little like he gets his own little like intro solo thing. Kind of like good. he yeah. was affected too, even though he wasn't in the first um movie um i thought that was good i like that scene a lot um me too yeah i did like how he got so much more screen time in this movie i mean any screen time would be more than he had in infinity war but yeah he had a pretty good arc for this movie yeah and i mean his like his whole reasoning for what he was doing was very justified i think you know yeah he was like my family died but these murderers get to survive yeah, and I, I, you know, I kind of sympathized with him, even though, like, obviously my family's not dead. But, like, you, it's like, you you feel for him because it's just, like, he honestly, he lost his entire family. Like, he had no one. It wasn't like he had his daughter or one of his sons or just his wife. Like, he lost everything. Yeah. And that's kind of, like... That must have been so scary, too, because you're out in the middle of a field and you don't know what's happening in yeah. the world. And then your family just, just disappears. Like, how long do you stay there before you leave? I guess. And it was, and I kind of liked how they did the same thing for Ant Man too. Yeah. Where he came back and he kind of had his solo moment where he was just, you know, found his daughter, and kind of things like that. What I thought the Russo brothers did a good job was kind of like they acknowledged the fact that they weren't in the other one and then kind of just threw him into the ball with everyone else. Like, oh yeah, by the yeah. way, Hawkeye and uh, Ant Man were affected at the same thing too. Yeah, they even did a good job bringing Ant Man back. It was just this rat that happened to walk on on the, the yeah. quantum panel. Yeah. But it was after the five-year time jump, so it's like, all right, that was almost bound to happen. Yeah. It wasn't just, like, too coincidental. It was it worked. But it was also, too, you were kind of like, well, how are they going to bring Ant-Man into this? Yeah. You know? Because even I forgot that he was in the quantum realm for a moment mm. until that they saw the saw, showed the van again, and I was like, ah, yes. Yeah. That was Ken Jong's part. He was the security guard. I thought he was going to be have more. I thought he was going to have at least one speaking line. Yeah. No. Not at all. (laughs) Like, if you didn't know Kim Jong was in that, you would have been like, huh. I mean, Kim Jong. Oh, my God. Not the North (laughs) Korean dictator. Kim Jong. Uh, Like, uh, yeah. It was interesting that they made a big deal that he was going to be in it, but he was in it for, like, a brief... He literally, like, had a Stan Lee type of cameo. Yeah. And then... Another woman from Community, the one who played Shirley, wasn't oh, she? Oh, she was in the uh, elevator. Yeah, she was in that. Yeah, that was in the nineteen seventies. Yeah, that one when they went there. Yeah, yeah, I saw her. I'm like, oh, I know who that is too. <laughs> I also like how they they crossed over the other movies into it. 
like I think the whole like script itself just flowed that was nicely. So well done. Yeah, like I was saying, it's tribute to the rest of the movie. And I think that's hard to do to make it flow nicely because obviously they were at different points, mm-hmm. and it was interesting, especially like when they went back to Stark Tower and for um, in the first Avengers movie. Um, I like that because it's flowed. Mm-hmm. You know, like how sometimes when you see it, like they do flashbacks in movies and you can clearly tell like the person that like you're seeing their back is to you. You can clearly tell that it wasn't them. Yeah. That's a stunt double or stand in or something like that for them. I thought this whole thing felt pretty like flowed and was very believable, if that makes sense. And I loved how they used footage from the first Avengers movie or like any of the flashbacks that they had or the time travel to different movies they had. Yeah. Like, they had that iconic scene from the Avengers where they're all in a circle in the Battle of New York, and yeah. the camera pans around to them. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. And I like how they had, uh, they showed, uh, Hulk. Yes. Hulk and Hulk. That was He funny. was just kind of, like, reacting to himself, <laughs> and then he's like, ah. Yeah, ah. Captain America's like, you need to blend in. You should smash some stuff. <laughs> it was interesting how they made, how they brought, they had the Hulk in there, where I, he was a cross between Did you Banner. like that? It was interesting, but I was expecting him to go either way after a while. Like, okay. I was expecting him to either go back to human or going back to the Hulk. Mm-hmm. But I kind of liked it. I, yeah, I loved that. I thought it was an interesting dynamic. And I didn't mind that it just suddenly happened. I, like, I think I was so shocked still that it was a five-year time jump that they could throw anything and be like, oh, I mean, wow, okay. <laughs> a lot happened could in you, five years. Maybe this is just me, but I feel like you they could... The movie would have been perfectly fine without the time jump. Yeah. Maybe not like necessarily like a five-year time jump, but if you did a year or two. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't... Like, maybe I missed something, but I didn't know what was so essential to have that time jump in there. Besides Captain America... Well, that was actually before the time jump. Deciding to shave his beard. Yeah. And then um, Captain Marvel got a haircut. And then <laughs> Black Widow decided to grow her hair out. It was yep. just like... I don't know and, what... And Hulk's transformation. Yeah. And Tony Stark and Pepper had a kid. And I, I maybe that was it because it basically underlining the whole storyline was about Iron Man and his life. Mm-hmm. Kind of bookending it from, you know, 20, 2008 to now. And it was kind of more about him. Even like, even like I worked in a movie theater and some woman spoiled it for me like right off the bat. Like she said something about she that like, came out and what did she say? Oh, she was like... She's like, oh, man, all that Iron Man stuff is going to uh, be worth something now, a little bit more now. And I was like, it took me 30 seconds to like digest what that was. And I was like, wait. And I turned to one of my coworkers. And I'm like, Jess, did she just? And she goes, yep. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> I mean, it, I don't think she did it to be like on purpose. Like I think she just was like talking about it. Because we asked her how the movie was. And I think she took it to a literal, like, how was the movie that like, we wanted to know? Not like a simple good or bad kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I... You knew someone was going to die. I, yeah. It was either going to be between Captain America or it was going to be between Iron Man because they were yeah. the two head honchos of the group. So, I also liked the ending for C- Captain America, too. That was a good story for him. It just, the only thing that, like, annoyed me about it, too, was the fact that he gave the shield away. And I was like, really? I was like, now you're going to reboot it as Black Captain America? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to, bo- like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was kind of like they were like... Like, nudging the shield to him. like To Falcon. To, like, hey, your character really insignificant in the series, so we're just going to give you a brand new thing. You know what I mean? And I understand, like, the theory behind it, but I feel like, you know, 
like I said, they're going to reboot this in another 50 years anyway, so it didn't really matter. But it's like, it would be, for me, it would be weird. Like, even, like, when they rebooted the Spider-Man franchise, like, I grew up watching the um, Tobey Maguire one, so that was kind of, like, the thing, and it was weird when they brought in um, Andrew Garfield kind of thing, and I was like, that that bothered me, but I like how they made him old. Mm-hmm. How he went back in time and was kind of, like, lived the life that he wanted to live with the girl he always wanted to be with, you know? And I like that whole storyline, but the, but the fact that they, he gave him the shield, I was like, uh-uh, man, you die with that shield. Oh, that was his shield. No, I liked it. I don't know if you know, but in the comics, Falcon did take over for Captain America. Oh, so that's why I didn't know. Yeah, so like that was a good nod to the comics, too. I just loved how they brought in all the characters. Oh, oh, like um, in the Battle of New York, we saw um, the Ancient One on Bleecker Street. Tilda Swinton. Yeah, you're not helping me here. The Hulk went to her to get the Time Stone. Oh, well, I never saw Doctor Strange. Oh, right. That's why I didn't know. Yeah. Oh no! I, you should I have just said it, the bald-headed woman. The I bald-headed woman. Yeah. Um. And that was really cool to see one that she was helping during the Battle of New York. She's on top of the building, like throwing Chitari out of the sky. Oh yeah. That was really cool because that's I like that's was the thing she that, in the end, the in final the end. battle. I don't think she was. No. No. Oh she, no! She may have been. She may have been one of the people who was transporting people through the. No, she died in Doctor Strange. So when they time traveled, she was still alive at that point. Oh. So no, she wasn't around. I also kind of like how she was like, oh. She like basically gave a middle finger to Doctor Strange after Hulk told him what, she, what he did. Not she did, but he did. Yeah. It was that, interesting. That was, that was really cool to see that she knew she knows the future. Like mm-hmm. She knew the future. Because she was like, Stephen Strange, you're five years early, first of all. And then she said, oh, I like how Stephen she knew that right off the bat. Yeah, that was so good. And she's like, Stephen Strange is 20 blocks that way doing surgery right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's like I said, like it, that's the one thing that didn't really actually like, register. Because obviously I didn't see that movie. Mm. There's still a handful of movies I haven't seen. Um, I thought it was cool, though, because like that's a huge thing in, in all these Avengers movies. Like, where was where were the Wakandans and where were the magicians? But they were helping, as we, as we saw. I yeah. Mean, maybe in, like, Sokovia, like, where were the Wakandans? Because they probably had some technology to yeah, it was, um, stop the, the island from falling. I kind of liked Fat Thor. Yeah. And, like, I had a debate the other day with one of my coworkers about it because he's seen it. And he's like, he's like, he's like, I don't understand why they made Thor fat. And I was like, well, first of all, he's very depressed yeah. about everything. He feels like Infinity War was his fault. And then... Um, I, oh, wait, sorry. That's another thing about the five-year time jump. I really felt like it gave perspective to how bad yeah the, uh, i yeah it's the d- snap yeah I well, know, even a, like, well then the other thing i could like i lean, leaned over and told you was um i was like i like how like it was basically like a walking dead like desolate place like there's right. nothing there but they all had new outies and stuff like that and i was like <laughs> yeah. oh you don't have enough money f- you can't find food but you should they still are pumping out new audis left and right mm. and i know audis like one of their big like sponsors they've been in i think since 28 2008 the first one i think has been their sponsor so like i understand that but like that was weird for me because i was like who how are you paying money to get these cars yeah because they they clearly like weren't like because it uh, it first took place in what 2019 mm-hmm. like pre- that took place present day right yeah i think so no it took place 21 days like 22 days after infinity war so, so that was still be 2018 2018 so it was like what a five year jump. So mm-hmm. twenty 
2023. Yeah, 2023, and it was like, like they they were busting out new technology then, or like, hey, you know, the world's apocalyptic, but like, hey, come buy your new Audi. Yeah, like that's the thing that was like was weird for me. Um, yeah, but you yeah you saw that they never recovered. Whereas if it had been a year jump, it'd be like okay, this doesn't they haven't had time to recover yet. But yeah. this was like no, <laughs> the world's over. Yeah, and I also like like how I said like the like well when we first see Captain America again, he shaves his beard. Mm-hmm. Like is that your first initial reaction? Oh God, <laughs> twenty one days later, my friends still aren't here. Was that no? Yeah, that was twenty one days later, right? Yeah, and <laughs> my friend, everyone's dead. Yeah, I gotta shave my beard. Shave. He's like, no one's around to judge me anymore. I'll just shave. Yeah. Well, maybe what it was is that. Well, and then lost. Tony Stark was the same thing. He's like, I gotta shave, and I was like, like what? What? You're like, you, you get back with all your your adventure friends, and I know you're bitter as hell about everything, but I was like, in your first reaction, like, I gotta shave. He like what? <laughs> there was weird obsessions for certain things in that. It was like shaving was like a new one. I was like, is that essential? Like, you know, twenty one days later. Captain America still hasn't shaved his beard yet, and I'm wondering why. You know, like... I, it could be that they lost, and the world's over, the Sokovia Accords don't really matter, so he's not in hiding anymore, so he just goes back to how he looked. Like, he honestly looked that much different with a beard oh, on, yeah. he's walking on the street, and people <laughs> like, <laughs> you look like Captain America, but you got a beard, so you're definitely not Captain America. Yeah. You know, and... and oh, going back to the Thor thing. Yeah. Um... He, he was like, he's like, what? yeah, he was like, he's like, I'm surprised he didn't like change his look. And I, he's like, I, or something, I can't remember exactly what the argument was, but I was like, I was like, he's a Greek god, you know? He like, he can easily, he's a Greek god, right? Norse. But yeah. Oh, yeah, Norse. Well, there's so many gods. Um, and the Nor- yeah, oh yeah, he's a Norse god, yep. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I was like, he easily could have like snapped his fingers and like, Change himself back, right? Because he was like a god. I don't know, but because like in any of the other movies he was in, you didn't see him sitting there pumping iron to stay in shape. Like he wasn't going to a gym. Like I'm sure he didn't own a gym membership. Yeah. Right. Like he's a god. He has powers. He can do whatever he wants. And we do see that in, in Infinity War when he gets stored. Like after the uh, he's at the forge and he gets blasted with the star and he's oh, unconscious, yeah. but the axe comes to him yeah. and he he's just. Like revived and in full full battle armor. Yeah, and so there must be some. Uh, yeah, there magic. must be some transformation. And maybe it's like a, I don't know. Maybe it was like a psychological thing where he just couldn't get himself to change himself back, kind of thing. Or I don't know. I was just you know like it was funny though, especially when they said Big Lebowski. Like <laughs> that was funny. And he fell asleep during one of the meetings. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When I asked him a question, is he is he alive? Is he I asleep? think he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The humor was good too in this one. I mean, yeah. the humor's always good in them, except Captain Marvel. But like I, I told Joe when we saw it, I was like, after her seeing her in this movie, I actually have like a newfound respect for her and the character. Yeah, I remember we've talked about before. If Captain Marvel and is ends up finding Tony Stark and Nebula, and like bringing them back to Earth, that would just be really dumb. But I think after. I think it's the Captain Marvel post credit scene where um, there's a pager, Black Widow turns around, and there's Captain Marvel, and she says, where's Fury? Yeah. So we know, we see her, she meets the Avengers first on Earth. So I think it'd be pretty easy for them to be like, yeah, we're still, like, we know you come from space, we're still missing some people. 
They were last seen. Well, here. it could also been too. She made that made that point too when someone was like, "We need your help here," and she goes. Earth wasn't the only one that was affected by this kind of thing. Yeah, she says there were thousands of planets in this exact situation. Yeah. And I maybe she was just happened to going somewhere and she saw that. Or she, maybe, like you said, the Avengers were like, hey, they were on this planet last time we talked to them right. kind of thing. Yeah, and either way, it worked. Well, that's another thing. That that whole scene before she rescues him, I thought Tony died right then. Yeah. Because the way they were filming it, and I was like, ooh, he looks like hell. Yeah, it looked like Nebula checked his pulse. Yeah. But then she just propped him up. And in the chair. And I was like. shoulder. Yeah, I thought he died. And I was like, because he, he looked white as a ghost. I was like, yeah. oh, no. Because you didn't see his chest moving or anything like that. Uh-huh. He was kind of just laying there and I was like is it that essential to put him in the chair after he died like because I knew she, he mentioned before he was like oh there's we only have enough air for the morning or something like that so I thought like that was the morning and she was like because mm-hmm. she's robot right so she doesn't necessarily need oxygen too. that's what I was thinking too that maybe she can survive longer because she's all robotic is she all robotic I thought she she was part was she always robotic or was she part human at one no, point no she well not human but whatever race she, yeah. whatever alien species she was but, no, it's explained in Guardians 2, I think. I don't know, one of the Guardians, that her Thanos would pit her and Gamora against each other in, in training, mm-hmm. and whoever lost, he would analyze that and see what fault they had and then replace it with a robotic oh. thing. So she would, so Gamora won every time, basically? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There was a, yeah, the humor was good in this, too. I liked the humor. Yeah. It fit, actually. Yeah. It's it was good because it was spread out, so it wasn't like every other line was like a comedic line, and it wasn't trying to be a stand up comedy show. It yeah. was well placed humor to make you smirk, not full on laugh. Because that's we that's laughed. It. There was a couple of lines. What were the lines that we laughed at? The oh rockets line. Oh, he's listening like he lost. Uh, it's like Quill, Groot, the chick with antenna. Oh yeah, yeah, the chick with the antenna. I like how you said one antenna, but she adds two, right? Antenna, antenna. It's, that's the plural. No, no, I'm saying she has two, but he said she had one. The girl with the antenna. Antenna is plural. No, he said antenna. He said one. He specifically said one Yeah, antenna. he said the chick with the antenna. The antenna, meaning the plural antenna. No, is it antennas? <laughs> no. Are we sure? Yeah. Antenna is one. Antennas. Right? No. Is two? No. We're going to look this up. It, that's has that's how it has to be. That's that. Then what's the plural of antennas? Maybe maybe you're right. I don't know. Yeah, the plural of antenna is antennae. Yeah, he an said A-E. he said antenna meaning one. So plural is more than one. Well, antennae means two. He said antenna. Antenna and antennae. No, antenna, antennae. Antennae. So I was right. He said one, which is funny because he's. That's one of his uh, friends, and he only thought she had one antenna. Um, yeah, and then the whole scene with um, Hawkeye and Black Widow. Uh-huh. That was, like, another sucker punch, because it made you relive that scene. Like, even though, like I said, I wasn't a fan of Gamora. Like, I couldn't understand on that level when she died. I was like, ah, now I know what people felt like when they had... Yeah. That was that was a crushing scene, and they went. They didn't go to them right away. They went to they went switched between New York and Asgard a bunch of times. Yeah. But like I realized that these two people are going to Vormir, and in order to get the Soul Stone, someone has to die. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they ended up, they panned to that scene. I was like, nope, one of them is gonna die. I should have punched the Red Skull off them. That's I thought of that too. 
I thought that, that like, it would be comedic almost. They were just like, okay, yeah, they need a life, bye, and just push the Red Skull off. But no. But I don't think he was, I think he was an apparition. Yeah. Because the way his cloak was like disintegrating at the end, but and then he had like a full cloak at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that was a crushing scene. And it really got you because each one of them jumped off the cliff like three times. I like that scene though. It made you feel like it wasn't just, it wasn't a recreation of the original scene. Right. You know, like they genuinely cared about each other kind of thing. And um, it would have been interesting if they didn't make them go together. Like if it was someone else, like if it was like Hawkeye and I don't know. But again, I think it wrapped up the story really well because they had chemistry and history in the first Avengers. Yeah. But then... So was he married before? I don't know. Because I knew that they had like a thing. Yeah, they, it seemed like they, had, they had like a weird love didn't... triangle because the Hulk also had a thing for her because they acknowledged that because remember she would like touch his arm. Yeah. Kind of thing. Which came out of nowhere yeah. in Age of Ultron. Yeah. And then it was kind of like, well, what happened to you and Hawkeye? But then they gave Hawkeye a family and it was yeah. weird. And it was still weird in Infinity War. Which, oh, again, is why the five-year time jump I think worked because it's like, okay, you have a t- plenty of time to process this. The Hulk is... Bruce Banner is the Hulk now. You're... There, nothing's happening between them. Yeah. And they could just drop it easily. Yeah. Because I don't think anyone liked that. Natasha. Well, it was weird. Uh, it came out of left field. And then weird. I was like, well, it was also weird that her and Hawkeye had a thing. Because I was like, well, if he was married when they first met, then this whole love story is kind of weird because he has his family. Mm-hmm. But he also loved her. But he was very emotional when his family, because that was his whole story, was his revenge story. But then he was like, oh, I also like this girl too. And I was like... But them going to Vormir was also a good bookend on that story. Like, they, it, yeah, they but, acknowledged that they both meant a lot to each other. That's and, what I was saying, though. But, like, it... So he loved both of them, right? He loves his wife, but he also loves Scar... Uh, well, no, I think he loves his wife, but he loved Black Widow as... But wouldn't he have to push his wife off the cliff? Because he... Like, it, it has to be someone that you love and care about. Is it care about or is it no, love they, about? In the Infinity War, I remember it was, like, the thing you love most, but here they were just saying a soul for a soul. Ah, so they changed the rules. Yeah, maybe a little bit. But But you know what I mean, though? Like, if he was, like, his whole revenge story was him trying to find his family, or get him revenge on his family who all died while everyone else got to live. Not everyone else, but you know what I mean. Like, the the people, the scum of the earth got to live. And... But then he's like, oh, I like that. Well, he didn't come out and obviously say it, but he was like, oh, I love this girl, too. She's not coming back. That was like... I mean, no, they had chemistry. I just don't think it was a romantic chemistry. Was, they were just like kindred I don't spirits. know. I'm just saying that that was a little, like, for me, that I was trying to figure it out. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, and then he started crying when his wife called on the phone. I was like, but dude, you just, Scarlett Johansson just died. Like, I was like, Ugh. Yeah. Well, again, it's been five years. Yeah, but... He was still emotional when his wife called on the phone. Like, yeah. I don't know. There was a weird. It was we. It was weird to me because for what Thanos had to do to get that stone, and we're kind of like, you just gotta, you gotta care about her, kind of thing. And then for Thanos, it's like you got someone you love the most, or whatever, whatever it was. I was, I don't know. I thought so Thanos if, was so much worse in this movie. Oh yes, because he went yeah, from. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, Thanos was a real dick in this movie. Because I kept thinking the entire time. Because I was like... When they said when they figured out that they could go back in time kind of thing, I was like, all right. I was like, so how... So this... I was like, is Thanos going to be in this a lot? And then he goes through um, whatever her face was. What's her name? 
Nebula? Nebula, yeah. Yeah. To go through Nebula and was like, oh, this is what they're doing. And I was just like, every move. And then it turned from him trying to write the world or something like that. Yeah. To like, oh, everyone hates me. Or everyone's mm-hmm. going against what I want. I'm just going to kill everything. Yeah. It went from like, not to defend him, but it went from genuinely trying to help the universe to, I'm just going to rewrite the universe. Well, and the, that's what you said on the way home to how we discussed, like you were like, how you could have some sort of, like, you were like, I understand to a degree what Thanos was going for. You know what I mean? Yeah, I talked about it in, like, last episode or two episodes. I was like, Thanos is an ecologist. He's probably a vegan. <laughs> yeah, and then... Oh, we didn't even acknowledge that, that. We didn't even talk about that scene when they find him on this planet. Yeah, we'll have that to was a, that. Oh, well, let's finish this one first, then, yeah. Yeah, I just think we got a much bigger sense of his... Douchiness? Douchiness? Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty much what he was. I was like, man, Thanos is such a dick. Every time like he did something, I was like, wow. Yeah. This movie genuinely stressed me out. Because, I mean, like, you get in every movie that point where it's like, oh no, everything's going downhill, everything's falling apart. But <laughs> this was a huge scale of things falling apart. We had Loki escape and them not getting the Tesseract. And then it went to Thanos tracking them through time. And then coming to present time. And it was like, everything's falling apart, but everything's falling apart for a really long time. And then Black Widow dies. Yeah. It was like... It's like a slippery <laughs> slope that you just can't get traction on. Yeah. They started you off, like, on the slope. They just threw you right down the slope right away. With oh, yeah, it started on... off really well. Let's, yeah. yeah, let's talk huh. about that now. You had said that everything you thought in the movie was... Everything you thought was going to happen in the movie happened in the first 20 minutes. Yeah, I thought it was, <laughs> yeah, them trying to locate Thanos and destroying Thanos again. Yeah. And then the first 20 minutes, they find him, chop his head off, or Thor chops his head off, and then it was just like, I was like, oh, how the hell are they going to go back? And then you mentioned that you thought there was going to be some sort of going back in time aspect within the movie at some point. Um, That was good. Yeah. I like how the Hulk, or Bruce Banner, whatever you want to call him now, Hulk Banner. Yeah. I like how he addressed the rules of time travel, and he was like, no, everything that you think you know is wrong. He's, what, he said something about how if you go back to the past, the past is now your present, and your oh, future is your past. past. Yeah, it was kind of like the thing where he was like, oh, because it was uh, Scott Lang mm-hmm. who was he about, oh, back to the future. Yeah. Where you can't talk to yourself when you go back in time. time. Oh, yeah, and then you just couldn't, like, it would mess you up. You know, you'd mess out your future kind of thing. But when Hulk mentioned it, I was like, oh, well, actually, that makes sense. In a way, it does. And it allowed them, because obviously no one knows the rules of time travel. It's not a thing yet that we know of. So it it allowed them to have a lot of liberties in this movie, like Nebula met herself. Yeah. 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 Captain America was able to go back and marry, have a life with Peggy. Even though that somehow didn't change the history because, like, that's the way it was supposed to happen in his life anyway. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't well, can't uh, really follow yeah. it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, like, that's one thing I loved about this movie is they brought everyone back. They brought everyone. Except Odin. Right? Yeah. And then we, there was someone else you said that they didn't bring back. Michelle from... Oh, Homecoming. yeah. 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 But they brought back essential characters that I thought were good bookends to kind of wrap, tie up the story a little bit more. Yeah. Oh, um, wait. Before we talk about that end scene, mm-hmm. which I think everyone's waiting for us to talk about because yeah. it's the best part, mm-hmm. um, Captain Marvel. 
I love how they used her in the movie. Well, yeah, it was it was good. They they like I said, I even told you. I was like for a while I forgot she was in this movie because she was kind of doing her own thing on other planets. Mm-hmm. And then they brought her in at the right time too. Yes. Because I was thinking the entire time I was like, well, Thanos is kicking their asses without the Infinity Stones. I was like, what are they gonna do? And then she comes in with the rest of the Avengers after the snap, and I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I forgot she was in this movie the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, she was um, in the beginning and helped out a lot there. It was kind of like, well, you didn't have me. Now we're going to go kill Thanos. I liked her acting ability in this one a lot better. I thought mm-hmm. it wasn't so cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then she leaves. The haircut. The haircut was... I think that was an allu- that alluded to the comics, too. Oh, she is has... that her hairstyle in the comic books? Yeah, it's short. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, then she goes away saying that there's thousands of planets that need her help, too, because those planets don't have Avengers. Well, that's what it's good. That's a good point, too, because, like, I thought it was only the Earth that was affected by this, and it was good that they acknowledged that it was not just the Earth that was affected by it, that the other planets that were affected by it, too, and I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, the... I was like, all right, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. The entire universe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, then the, and then she came in at the end. And she still didn't kill Thanos. She wasn't... Um, no, yeah. I don't know. She wasn't like... She didn't solve their problems, I guess. She was kind of like the whole Thor from Infinity War. Yeah. Where Thor kind of came out of nowhere again. You're like, oh, yeah, I forgot he was in this movie. Yeah. You know? She and definitely then... helped, and it was awesome to see. Yeah. But she didn't overpower anyone yeah which worked really yeah well. yeah yeah and that's when i well i didn't cry when she came but i cried when they opened up the uh from dr strange and they yeah. all came back so i was like oh man they're gonna get their asses oh, kicked who, again yeah who didn't cry at that scene and i also oh this is what i wanted to say about thanos going back to the thanos thing i think thanos is extremely weak because i feel like he can never fight anyone on his own he always has to have some sort of army with him. Mm. And I feel like even when it was Captain America, it was Iron Man, and then who was it, Thor? When they were just the three of them versus him. Yeah. That I feel like um, that it was one of those things where it was just like he's weak. I don't know if that's just me, but I feel like every time he went to go fight the Avengers, he always had an army. It's like, do you not trust yourself and your skill ability to take on the Avengers? To a point where you're like, oh, I have to have a backup. Even though you clearly knew. Well, actually, this was old Thanos, past Thanos, right? Yeah. Before he knew that, before the other battle that they had uh-huh. in Wakanda. Um, yeah, it was just one of those things where I was just like, I was just like, I don't know. He seems weak, even though he tries to put on like he's like, oh, you know, strong kind of thing. You know, I don't know. That was like just physically me. weak or like emotionally weak. I think emotionally weak. Okay. Because I... Well, we saw him kick their asses when there was just the three of them. Yeah, and I was going to say, Captain Marvel can just go through a ship like nothing, but yeah. he, can, he can withstand her yeah. punches. Yeah, and I just think emotionally he was just all over. Like, I just think he's weak, he, or he doesn't trust himself, because it's like, well, why? Well, yeah, that's a good point. He Like, he doesn't trust himself, because he had to um, get rid of the stones. Yeah. He said, I accomplished my goals, and anything else was just temptation, so I atomized them. Yeah, it's just, you know, I, that maybe that was just me, or he just doesn't try. That's really interesting. I, I mean, Because like, he could clearly take them on by himself. Yeah. Uh, it's just like... he Without the gauntlet. Without the gauntlet. And it's just like he couldn't... Like, he was kicking their asses with the razor blade looking thing that he had, you know? Yeah. And I was just like... 
I don't know. It just like that that irritated me about the character where it was just like every time he needed a battle, he had to bring an army. Mm. Well, you really can't be stable if you're trying to if you're hell bent on murdering like quadrillions of people. No, but you know but you know what I mean though. Yeah. Like I don't know, like you really need the stones that bad, like you you like that's your source it's like of his power. Security yeah, like as a security <laughs> blanket for him, like yeah. If he had that gauntlet on without the stones in it, would he still have the same self-confidence or would he just be cow? I think he was no, just... He, that's true because in the beginning when they go to the garden, the garden planet, Yeah. he's wearing the gauntlet even though it doesn't have stones. Yeah. Because Thor cuts his arm off. Yeah. And I just, like, I, you know, like, even that scene was like, I was like, he knew what was wrong with the, he knew that the stones would like, were only one time use kind of thing. And I just like, I don't know. I just, like, it, it was weird. His character just is very weird for me. Like, I can't, like, I don't know. I just think he's very emotionally weak. And he just needs the power of the gauntlet or his army behind him, even though his army gets its ass kicked every single time. Oh. Well, the last two times, the last time before <laughs> that, you know? Yeah. Oh, that was a scary part when Hawkeye is down. with He finds the Infinity Gauntlet, but he uh, fires an arrow and just sees this... The These dogs looking yeah. things, yeah. These space dogs coming up behind him. Yeah. That was actually a scary part. Yeah. <laughs> but I, cr- I cried though when the Avengers came. I was like, oh, thank Christ. <laughs> you know, like one of those things. Then I cried when Super Superman, Spider-Man came back. I was mm-hmm. like, hell yeah. I was like, that's awesome. And then, well, should we talk about the Tony Stark? Oh, no. Let's talk about the battle some more. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's that's like what everyone's been waiting for. Even in Infinity War, they're like, let's get everyone together. We just want to see this giant battle where everyone faces Thanos. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we got that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, it was a good um, sort of, you know, good, I don't even know where I'm going with this. Like tribute? Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. Good cl- gave us closure. They all know about each other now. <laughs> yeah. And it was kind of like, you know... Yeah, it closed you to the whole storyline, the whole franchise to that, up to that point where yeah. it's just like, they're all together, one last, you know, big hurrah, everyone gets their dues, everyone who was snapped gets, you know, to kick someone's ass, you know, for being snapped, so. Yeah, so Hulk snapped his fingers, and we didn't see anything happen. Yeah. So we're like, okay, I mean, we're assuming it worked. Oh yeah, because Laura? Hawkeye's wife's name? Laura? I don't know. Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah, so she called, okay, so we knew it worked. But then we actually see that it worked when all those portals open up and everyone just steps through. Yeah. And I think you were talking about, you see Captain America, he's the only one standing at the moment. And Thanos With half his army, shield. Half his shield, already beaten up. And he's just like, I'm not going to win this, but I have to keep fighting. Yeah. Like, he, there's no way he could survive that. No. Yeah. But then everyone comes in and oh, we get black, the, was the first one we saw with black panther yes yeah we get the wakandan armies and the magician armies so like they have their own army it was great and then we see some of the some of the characters that deserve to face thanos get their time facing thanos alone yeah. like scarlet witch yep yep she, that was that was a very very memorable moment for me <laughs> she just steps forward she's like you took everything for me as she lifts herself up and two giant boulders just yeah. smashes Thanos. Yeah. Yeah. I whispered to you, do you like her yet? 
I mean, I didn't hate her. I was just like, I had no emotional connection with that character. You yeah. know, it's like if you don't have an emotional connection with the character, it doesn't really like matter. Like, I don't know, the Hogamora thing. Like, I didn't have emotional connection because I never saw the movie. So I was like, if I saw the movie, that death would be sad for me. But since I didn't see the movie, I'm kind of like, all right. Yeah. You know? Like, I've seen all the movies. Well, not all the movies, but I've seen the uh, Probably all the movies with Scarlet Witch in them. I mean, Scarlet Witch. Um, Black Widow in them. Mm -hmm. So that's why that death was emotional for me because I've seen her in all these movies. And you kind of, like, build a relationship with them. Yeah. Hypothetical relationships, obviously. But, like, Yeah. I thought she was badass in that, though. Mm -hmm. Like I said, every character that I've seen before that I didn't have any connection with, I didn't feel like really stepped up stepped up in this movie. You know, like yeah. Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, you know. Yeah, there's actually a, a comic series called A-Force, which was an all-female team. Yep. And there's been a lot of internet commotion about, like, let's get an A-Force movie. Why, why haven't these people teamed yeah. up yet? And we saw that in the scene where it was... Um, we just got all of the female superhero characters yeah. in one area and mm. then like pepper comes up in front too oh yeah and i i saw that and was like a force yeah <laughs> we got it yeah and i think another that's just another tribute to the fans like we know what you're asking for yeah we're alluding to it yeah yeah it was really good yep do i ask after the movie do you think paul bettany felt left out like he was the only one like him and zendaya zendaya were the only ones not in endgame Oh, yeah, that kind of felt some sort of left out. Well, I mean, Zendaya, the only scene I could possibly see her in was in that end scene at the school. Right. Like, she That's would have been, like, a cameo kind of role. Yeah. She wouldn't have had a major role. So she probably didn't feel so bad. She probably did, but it wasn't like, oh, you know, what the heck kind of thing. Yeah. But, yeah. But Paul Bettany, he's like, hey, everyone else's character got brought back. Yeah. <laughs> what about Vision? Yeah. They even managed to bring back Gamora and Loki, who also died before the snap. Oh, Heimdall was... Well, Heimdall was dead. Did you notice... Though, I think he was there. I think he might have been the driver for Howard Stark. Because Is that Paul Bettany? It was his voice. It was a British voice. But I didn't know if it was him because he remember because he says, all right, Jarvis, let's go. Right. I mean, Jarvis was... Um, did you ever see Agent Carter? No. He That was the same actor from Agent Carter. Oh, so maybe it wasn't. Maybe I was just getting confused because Jarvis's voice was Paul Bettany. Yeah. That's why I was a little but like... It was based off of yeah, that yeah, real yeah. guy. Yeah, okay. Jarvis. Yeah. So, can we talk about the Tony Stark now? Sure. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready. I'll let you, I'll let you start it off because that's your, uh, that's your oh, guy. Oh, no, that, that guy's name is James Darcy. Oh, well, you know what I mean. It, it sounded like him. I could, you know, but, yeah. I was, I was driving, um, so on Saturday, the day after we saw, I was driving and, like, I just started crying because I couldn't stop thinking Did about the really? game. Did you really? Did you really? Yeah. Sitting at a light, sobbing, and everyone's, like, looking over, like, what is this guy crying about? No, it was, like, 30 seconds of some tears. And I was like, okay, that's out of my system now. So 30 seconds more, someone could have saw you bawling your eyes out of a stoplight. <laughs> but it was unexpected, I think, because I had always predicted that Captain America was going to be the one to die. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, you could have easily knew that he was going to die the way that the storyline and how they were kind of focusing it around him. Yeah, when you start to, when you know that's happening, when, when you start to look at other clues from other movies, it lines up. Yeah, well, not even just that, but this movie in itself. Yeah. Or going back to Infinity War when he thought he was going to have a kid and then they fast forward five years and he has the kid and mm -hmm. then he's with Pepper 
and it's just like him building a relationship with his daughter, kind of like how his father built the relationship with him, kind of thing. Yeah, and all like kind of, kind of pa- passing the torch, and you're exactly. kind of like, all right. Kind of I mean, bringing his story full circle. And yeah, closing it up. And like everyone knew one of those two were gonna die. Mm-hmm. But like, even if you know, you didn't. After seeing this, you're kind of like, oh, okay, everything kind of like lines up. Where you're like, since you know, Iron Man was the first Marvel movie, Iron Man is the first one to go, kind yeah. of thing. You know, like it's 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 a bookend of the franchise, kind of thing. Yeah, it it really was, and it was Pepper's line that got to me when. So in the beginning, they're talking about time travel, and he's like, I'm not going to do it. And she's like, well, you don't have to, but would you ever be able to rest if you don't give it a try? And, like, that's huge for his character, because he he has PTSD from New York still, and just, he's very bothered by... Blown up in wherever he was in the, the first movie. Yeah. And he's never been able to rest. He's always been very stressed. Yeah. Almost like the line where, um, with a great... With great res- power comes re- great responsibility. Oh, Spider-Man. Like, he also thinks that if he doesn't act, it's, things happen because of him. It's gonna, yeah, that's going to eat him up. Yeah. Yeah. And so when Pepper says, we'll be okay, you can rest now, and then he dies. Yeah. Well, that's the funny thing, too, is that that line um, got me, too, because it's like when my grandpa died, that's what my grandma said to my grandpa. Oh. So you can rest now. And I was it's like, holy crap. You know? Because it's like... It's crazy, like, the simpleness of, like, a line. Like, it's a simple line, you know? Mm. And, like, you know, it's okay, you can rest now. Like, you can put it in any situation, and that's just one emotional line, even though it's, like, the simplest line to possibly say. Like, they could have made that so more convoluted. They could have had that such a, like, a, not saying it wasn't, you know, heavy-hearted, but, like, you could have easily, like, kind of, like, made the line differently. But the way that they made it just simple was, like, it's okay, you can rest now. Like, I don't even remember her saying that that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, will you be able to rest? I don't even remember her saying that line. But, um, yeah, just that one line, I was just kind of like, wow. Kind of, like, brings, you know. It was very emotional. Cause he's, yeah. he, like, technically, in reality, he's been, what, working his ass off since 20, 2008 when yeah. he was, became Iron Man. Yeah. You know, and it was even emotional when he first came back after um, Captain Marvel brought him back. Mm-hmm. And he took the thing off his chest and was kind of like gave it to I don't know who he gave it to Steve Rogers. Yeah, and that like, was a good scene too. He's very stressed out again. Yeah, and he has like, to shave. He has to shave. Yeah, but there's the tensions between him and Captain America still aren't resolved. Yeah, and he's like, if I was able to, if if you would let me like build a peacekeeping machine, this wouldn't have happened. And he's just blaming everyone. Yeah. Um, which is good. It showed that. Which was that's a no typical resolution. Tony Stark kind of thing to do with his ego, where it was kind of like his that's ego, true. where his ego took over and was like he's still Tony Stark and Tony Stark in that um moment, where it's yeah. just like his same kind of douchiness too to him too. Yeah, and then even after the five year time jump, you can see that like there's still tensions there. Yeah, when they go back to meet him at that lake house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like him and Captain America never fully made up. But he's just like, we can set the table for sex, stay for lunch, but we're not talking business. We're talking shop. But then at the end, in the end scene, it's Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man. Yeah. And they're all fighting Thanos. Yeah. Which is, again, like another bring the story full circle, a bookend on their characters, because those are the big three of the Marvel Universe. Uh, Yeah. And well, it was even in the end of that scene, too, with, um, what's his name? 
where it was reversed from Infinity War, where it was uh, Spider-Man saying goodbye to yeah. him instead of, you know, Iron Man almost saying goodbye, the kind of saying goodbye to him, even though he didn't really flat out say, you know. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like... It was like the son Tony Stark never had kind of thing. It was like a relationship that he and his dad, I think, kind of mirrored. I don't know. I mean, it yeah. seems like that's what... Because obviously we know that um, Peter Parker never knew his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it was kind of like he saw him as like a father figure. That's why it got me emotional the first time in Infinity War when he died was because it's like... I thought the way I viewed it was that, you know, Spider-Man viewed him as like a father figure you know, Mm -hmm. even though, like, he would always, you know, say, hey, Mr. Stark, you know, kind of thing, like, he always, you know, like, that's what got me emotional about that, because it's just that whole, like, father-son relationship, you know, it was like, you know, Tony said goodbye to him when he kind of, like, well, he didn't say, you know, like, hugged him kind of thing, because Tony Stark, I could never hear him say love, (laughs) Um, and then it was like, you know, at the end, he got to say goodbye to him, Yeah, you know, and it was even, like, at the end, I don't think even the retentions between Tony Stark and Captain America were fully resolved still. Not 100%. Not 100%. But it was enough for Tony to, like, you know, Captain America to move on and live with his life. Yeah. Knowing that, you know, like, he didn't, you know, Tony him him had a relationship at the end. Well, maybe it wasn't perfect. Uh-huh. But it was kind of like, it was enough to the point where... It was enough for them both to, to move on. Yeah. Or in... Tony Stark's case. Literally move on. Literally move on. Yeah. But um, I liked, too, the line that Pepper says, we'll be okay. It was just very affirming, but also... It like, was simple, too. Yeah, but also she is a billionaire, probably, from running Stark Industries. Well, I don't think that was going to remind her originally, but it's just like... But like, they'll be okay. Yeah, and I think, <laughs> you no, know, I think she meant, like, the relationship with his... Because I think that happened to Tony, right? His father died when he was young yeah yeah so well like college age well still young but still young yeah and it's like his daughter has to grow up in a world without him Mm -hmm. but she now she has that um hologram Mm -hmm. looking thing too so that was good because we knew he died but then there's a voiceover of him and i was like where is this coming from yeah then it goes to the hologram yeah it was good i liked that funeral scene where they they panned over everyone. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Again, just to see that, like, the directors are acknowledging that. Uh, they're acknowledging everyone in the MCU. Yeah. And now they all know about each other. Nick Fury. Yeah. Yep. Oh, they didn't have, um, what's her face? Nick Fury's right-hand lady. They did. She was, she was, uh, at the bottom of the stairs. To the right. Oh, she was? Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, you saw I didn't her for a see split her. second, but oh, is that the one that they like? Is that the one? Yeah, they they moved her and she like move. She like shifts a little bit, and you don't like recognize it right away. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't recognize her right okay. away either. Yeah. And, and then like, I, was, I was like, oh, I don't remember her seeing her there. And then that, that guy that no one recognized in front of. Oh, the younger guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was that? The kid from Iron Man Three. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, no one recognized him, but like everyone's older. Everyone knows who it is from like articles online. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I liked it. It was still a really good connection. Okay, yeah, 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 that makes sense. And then I liked I liked how they brought back Happy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, his uh, Aunt May. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Was there. Yeah, who was, um... Oh, yeah, that's right, Aunt May. 
I'm over there. Yeah. That was just like, it was a good culmination of really just end. You know? And then the fact that they had his original heart thing. Yeah. And they put it on That's as good. proof that Tony Stark has a heart. But I wonder if they had a funeral for Black Widow, too. Yeah, well, that would have been another, like, ten minutes that they were like, oh, we're already at the three-hour mark. Yeah. That was sad. Yeah. I mean, you know. But she's had her moments. Yeah, like, and she knew, she acknowledged the fact that, like, that was her time, too, you know? Because mm-hmm. she, no, she has no one else. She didn't have, like, well, she the family besides the Avengers, but she didn't have any direct family. At least, you know, Hawkeye had the ability to actually get his whole family back. Yeah. So Black Widow has her move or has her own movie coming up. What do you is, think that's gonna be? Is this Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. An origin story? I think that's the rumor, but I was wondering. So after Infinity War, when Gamora gets thrown off the cliff, we see her in the Soul Stone after Thanos snaps fingers and then he gets he's in this orange world and there's a little Gamora. Little kid Gamora. Yeah. So like again, I'm basing this off the comics, but in the comics the Soul Stone contains its own world where it can trap souls Mm -hmm. so if gamora was trapped in there if the same thing happened to black widow she could be trapped in the soul stone and because it's a cosmic stone it could be both gamora and black widow inside there Mm -hmm. so i almost wonder if her movie could be her getting out of the soul stone and coming back to life i think chances are that it's gonna be an origin story yeah i would like an origin story too but because they show flashbacks of it in earlier movies about how, how she became who she was and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I th- it, it's most likely going to be an origin story. Because not many people know about her as a character. You mm-hmm. know, her, yeah, yeah. where she comes from and how she became who she is. Do you like how they brought Gamora back? Yeah, like I said, even though I didn't have an emotional connection, I thought it was a good way to bring her back mm-hmm. and have her in the movie instead of just like like a two-second cameo or something like that. And you again, know? with the way they wrote their own time travel rules yeah if she comes from the past to stay in the present it somehow works where like gamora still died at one point but yeah. now she's back which was like oh yeah when she came yeah she gave either that or him or a tree that was then, yeah. oh, that was a good line yeah yeah she saves quill and then she's like she punches him yeah. knocks him out and uh yeah, she's like, I chose him. Yeah. <laughs> Your choices were him or a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really good one. Oh, another good line. America's ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Cap, those pants are not doing you any favors. And um, Ant-Man's like, no, no, it's... Um, you look fine. It's That's America's ass. That's America's ass. ass. <laughs> and then when he knocks himself out, and he's like, damn right, that's America's ass. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. Oh, and then he lifts Mjolnir. Oh, yeah. Thanos is like one punch away from killing um, Thor. Yeah. And then the the hammer goes to Captain America. That was cool. Yeah. And he, I like it. He was like, I knew it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> is that happened in the comic books? I'm sure it's happened at one point. Do I acknowledge the fact? Probably a few points. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that from the one of the movies where he moves it slightly and Thor is like, what the heck? Uh-huh. I like how that was a, a good bookend for his career, him too. Mm-hmm. Go, getting his hammer back, you know? He had both the, the, the axe and the, the hammer. That was pretty cool. Yep. Oh, yeah, and then their time travel rules. Did I say this already? Also allowed Nebula to kill herself from the past yeah. to save Gamora. Yeah. Which which worked because that they really 
like she's evolved a lot. So it's almost like she's saying, no, I'm not that person anymore. And it wouldn't matter. She would have been snapped away. Most likely. Mm. Right? Old Gamora. Wait. Remember when they she oh, shot yeah. her? So Because Gamora wasn't there, so what are the chances of her getting snapped would have been the same thing, right? Because mm-hmm. Thanos snapped. Oh, have you seen that on yet? What? Where people like are asking like spoilers on um, Google or something like that, and it's him oh. fading away, him snapping away. With the Infinity Gauntlet that you can click on? and then... No, 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 no. It's actually like Google searches. And people are like, who has Thanos killed? And it's like, you know, when he snaps the fingers and everyone kind of just like, you know, turns to dust. Yeah. That's what happens to like spoilers and stuff like that. And like acknowledges right. about Thanos and it just kind of dusts away. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You type in Thanos in Google and there's an Infinity Gauntlet. That oh, comes that's up. what you're talking about? Oh. Yeah, you click on I've that. I've only seen it on Facebook. That's why. Half the results go away. That's yeah. pretty funny. It's really cool. Yeah. And you click on that again and you see the um, time stone activate and oh, then the, yeah. all the results come back. Oh, really? That's funny. It's really cool. That's good. Yeah. That's good acknowledgement by Google. It is. Yeah, that was another fun part of this movie, just seeing all the advertisements and mm. commercials. Yeah. There was one for, was it Audi, maybe? It was with Captain Marvel. They're talking about how the times have changed and how technology has changed. Mm. And oh, was... yeah, 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 yeah. And they bring the car up or something like I, that? I think it's yeah, Audi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Well, Audi's the only, I think that's the main sponsor. And um, the, the woman's like, now we have to take pictures of our food. And Captain Marvel goes, is that avocado on toast? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the the beginning real quick with Iron Man and Nebula, because he taught her how to have fun, mm. and I didn't, I never thought about that. But like, made more human. Yeah, she never knew what fun was, and she tries to like beat up the uh, paper football. Oh yeah. He's like, no, you don't need to do that. But then she admits, like, yeah, that was fun, and they have a handshake. It was really interesting. It just shows that her character is growing, too. Well, I feel like they were forced to bond together, too, because they were oh, the yeah. only two left on that ship, so I was just like, we got nothing else. <laughs> you know? So, any other yeah. last words? I'm sure after I hit stop, I will think of a million more things well, to talk you about. you should have to create another episode. Yeah. But do you have anything else you want to talk about? I think we really just covered the entire movie. No we one has to see it now. Yeah. yeah, seriously. Yeah. That was it was a great movie and a great arc for all the characters. Yeah. Also a good point. Where do you think this movie can go? Or where do you think the MCU can go from here? Well, they're gonna actually have to make another Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. At least one more. Captain Marvel. Maybe do the all female Avengers yep. looking the yep. Cassie City wanted to do. I don't know. There's so many characters, there's so many things that they can spin. Yeah, if they want to do another Asgard movie, they have Valkyrie leading them out. Yeah, Loki. Oh, he's getting his own TV show, right? Yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I wonder what that'll be about. Yeah. Because, like, if he escaped with the Tesseract, yeah. maybe he's somehow still alive? Yeah. I don't know how that works. Like I said, they, they made up all their own time travel rules. Yeah. Um, We got the, the next Guardians movie, if they don't... If, like, if Gamora did get snapped away with Thanos' army... Which I don't think she did because she wasn't really Thanos' army. But if she did, and they don't bring Gamora back, then they have Thor now to replace her. Yeah. And the Avengers can start over with um, Captain Marvel leading them. And 
well, it's a five-year time jump, so they, the kids are older, like mm. Hawkeye's kids mm-hmm. and um, Scott Lang's daughter. They could become the Young Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, we have a lot to look forward to. Yeah, for sure. But that was Endgame. And a lengthy discussion, but I hope you enjoyed. And and this is Marvel Therapy Group, so you can find us on anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can subscribe to us, like the videos, whatever you do on social media there. And feel free to reach out to us with any ideas, comments, feedback. And thanks for tuning in. See ya. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Marvel Therapy Group, where together we can work through our comic thoughts and learn to live beside them. Views expressed are of the host only and do not reflect Marvel Studios or comics in any way. Hosts are in no way qualified to provide therapy. This is simply the name of the podcast. This has been another Marvel Therapy Group session.